live from the Fresher and Parland studios. This is episode number 125 of the Fresher and Parland show. I am Parland. I am Fresher. Fresher and Parland. Wow. You're Fresher? I'm Parlance. That's amazing. Got that straight now. I know. This is the Fresher and Parlance show. We are a lifestyle show that comes on Thursdays at 9 o'clock. In case you were wondering, live. We also have a supplementary podcast at Freshman Parlance on the various podcast distribution methods. All of them. All of them. All of but, them. Wherever you could find podcasts, you'll get an audio version of this show. However, we are live right now on YouTube. I don't have a low third, so you can't tell. But uh, anyway, Fresher, how's it, how's it going? It's been, two, it's been it, three weeks. Three it weeks since our last good. show. It's been a little while. We've both gone on trips some things have happened it's summery now even though it's still raining a bunch and uh stuff but it's pretty good it was downright cold yesterday it was like chilly yesterday i don't know it was that cold it was like 47 degrees that's cold i guess i don't know i like the cold better so we were just talking about this and now you're talking about that it's too cold i'd rather put a sweater on No, no 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 I'm fine with cold. I'm not complaining about the cold, but if you're going to say it's warm, that's a, that's a, that's, that's misrepresentation. It was 47 degrees. That's not summer-like. That's not even spring-like. That's more like fall. Fall is great. Spring is like 60. And, and I mean, it's weird because the trees are bloomed. They are bloomed. Everything's bloomed, but it's, it's chilly. It's like blooming, blooming springions. A blooming bl- <laughs> spring onion. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, how are you doing, Parlance? I am doing great. Although, you know, I think the last time we were on, I talked about the crazy stuff that had happened. My Twitter was hacked, everything. Oh, yeah, that was our last. That was a good, that was a doozy, our last one. I got, I got yes. a lot of comments. My mom talked about that one. She said, you know, uh, Parlance was really worked up in that episode. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, I was, and uh, and you didn't help it. Um, Rightfully so, though. Rightfully yeah. so. That was a lot of stuff going on. For anyone who's not aware, you should go back and listen to episode 124. Nice, nice. Well, oh, more we even th- say that we're episode 125? Because that's, that's what it is. I did. I, I laid that in right at the start. Um, anyway, so the another disaster occurred to me yesterday before we what? even get into it. Yeah. So last night, I'm chopping red onion. Um, making dinner for the for the family, and uh, oh yes, I do know this one. What? <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm just chopping the onions, and we're having a conversation, talking about you know, whatever movies, TV. I'm not sure what we were talking about. Life, and uh, all of a sudden, I hear a pop, and I look to my left, and as I look to my left. I see in my kitchen, I have kind of like uh, these kind of these um, fixtures that hang down. And then at the bottom, there's just like a glass thing. It's probably roughly the size of a basketball, maybe like the it's so like, like a foot and a half like diameter, maybe something like that. And um, as I look to the left, I watched this glass light fixture just fall from the, the 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 whatever you call it, the base of it or whatever the thing that's hanging down out of nowhere it just yeah. like the light explodes and then it, the light fixture proceeds to just drop straight down onto my granite countertop now had that's it crazy it, it's it, it the glass it went everywhere did you like jump or like how did 
Did you get it in your food? So I don't think I got it in my food, but it did. So when I say it landed on my granite countertop, that's kind of true and not true. Whoa. It landed so actually coming out well, already. Well, it, it landed on a, uh, I bought this like uh, glass container that I was going to use to make some like, I don't know, some sort of like, I don't know, homebrew cordial or something. I bought it from Ikea, like a, like a, one of those bell jar things that was there yeah. with the, that, that has the rubber th- stopper. So you could kind of like, it could let some pressure out kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, it landed on that. It cracked the top of that. So I had to throw that away. It also hit um ceramic fruit bowl that I had my grapefruits in. It cracked that. It and cracked then, the bowls too? Yeah, it chipped off the bowl. Yeah, I was like, we could fix it. And we're like, and this is like more damage than I had heard about. And then it also scratched gently. Like there's a small scratch in the granite countertop itself, which is kind of annoying. Um, but it could have, I think if it landed directly on the countertop, it probably would have shattered, like cracked the, one of the tiles that was on. How the, is it even like, that's crazy that that could even happen. I don't understand just from, okay, like the light bulb going out and exploding fine, I guess. But like, then the whole like fixture falling just from the light going out, that just doesn't make sense. How does that happen? I, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. And I'm at this point, I'm not even sure, like if I'm going to be able to replace the glass fixture part of it. So you should I'm, take the other, the one that's still uh, like not broken apart, and see how that's going, and change to an LED bulb. I also did, I did disassemble the other one just to see how it was possible that yeah. it could have fallen, and I have no idea because it's a, it's pretty simple mechanics here. It's not like like crazy like engineering. This is not a marvel of engineering. It was literally a like um a, like an o-ring or whatever that had threads or whatever that you yeah. just screw up the the place where the light bulb is in it goes over the top of the light bulb like you know the cylinder that the light bulb's in there's like threads on that yeah. you just screw that up and it locks it into it locks the 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 whatever the fixture the the cer- the metal the it's not ceramic but the glass can thing the frosted yeah. glass thing into the into its place so i think what i think really what happened was like the i don't do is it possible that the light bulb when it like went out popped caused it, it jarred so much that it caused the thing to loosen up and come down that seem like that would be the case like I don't know. It seems like they sh- it should be designed to like that would never happen. That's like worst. That's a huge safety hazard. My dog freaked out. And then like every little popping noise that happened the rest of the night, my dog would jump like a foot. How many popping noises happen around your house? Not much, but like it, it just essentially any sort of like banging. So like if I'm pulling a pot out of the underneath. Oh, thing, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It just and so he was he was freaked out. I was just like in shock, kind of. It happened in slow motion, and also the cleanup was a pain in the ass because little yeah, pieces. Yeah, that does And now on top of that, like the the inside of the light bulb, you know, the actual metal thing that you screw in, is still up in the socket up there. That's so it's like even dangerous to turn your lights on. So I don't even know what to do. I I mean I have them off. I'm not going to turn them on. They're now my kitchen is kind of half. It's you know it has two switches, but now the main ones that I use are like out. So I like I that, to... your idea of uh, using a potato to unscrew it. That's a thought. I don't know if that actually works though. Do you think Just that would try work? it? Sounds cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I have that. Um, and so I, I guess that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend is I'm either going to hopefully find a replacement like frosted glass. Like, Did you check like eBay or like something? Uh, no, I haven't checked anything at this point. I'm just, I'm, st- I'm still in mourning, honestly. 
So, but it's kind of like I don't want to deal with it right now. I just like, I know, yeah. It's just like I, I'm like in my mind. I'm like this is what happens when your house gets older. Like things, but this seems like bizarre. Like this one just seems like I could deal with fixing light bulbs or stuff, but this is like completely bizarre. Yeah, it's just like explode and stuff break. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, anyway, I was in Japan. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yep. Uh, these days. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big uh it's a big tourist tourist attraction, and I happen to be there at the exact same time as the uh, cherry blossom festivals. Oh, no, that's the festivals. Best. I always try to go at the cherry blossom time. And I'll be honest, like it was really crowded. It was way more crowded. Than, I normally travel on shoulder, and when we booked this trip, we were like April. That's shoulder. I guess I didn't. I totally forgot that Japan has their cherry blossom thing on shoulder. Yeah. Wait, so all and, of the airplane and stuff was crowded? You're saying everything was crowded. Everything was crowded. All the cities were extra crowded. It seemed like um, all the trains were crowded. Crowded like that, though. Yeah, but it was uh, with a bunch of foreigners. Or what do they call them? The what do they call otaku's? What do they call them? Gaijin. Gaijin? I thought it was otaku. Otaku is a nerd. Oh, maybe I'm an otaku then. Um. Anyway, it was just tons of people, white people everywhere, not Japanese people. I should say, just people that shouldn't be there normally, that aren't there normally, tourists. Oh just yeah. Packed. Everywhere was packed. But on top of that, I'm assuming like also because it was cherry blossom that many of the Japanese themselves were also touring different places that they don't normally go to. So there was just like the internal Japanese tourists as well as the external Japanese tourists. I think it's just like always busy like that. I mean that if that's the case, it's, I mean, what's the, what's the big, I have, Oh, I took a video for the show and I forgot to bring it. Oh no. I have a picture of me crossing um, Shibuya crossing. Oh yeah. The Hachiko. The, you know, the big, long, the big, you know, the craziest crossing where it's like, yeah, with all the stuff. And then there's, there's, that's the busiest Starbucks in the world right there. And I went up to the floor to watch them cross. That's cool. Um, so I went to Tokyo just to like, kind of like give you a little overview. Um, before I left, I went and I bought a JR rail pass. And oh yeah, I know that's, those are a super good deal. Well, let me just tell you something. I made a mistake about the JR rail pass and I, what and I, so this is this is it's gonna sound dumb now <laughs> but at the time it totally made sense yeah so i i spent like probably close to three hours because i like more than that maybe five hours by analyzing every single jr rail trip that we were going to do yeah and, and then adding up all of and adding up like essentially doing all the fare calculations for every single ride that's like super lot of work and then like I know it is. And then I uh, like not, not the intern, like I guesstimated on the internal ones. Like, like you know, if I'm taking the, the, just like the long distance, you know, the one? circle line or the, like the yeah. circle lines or the, essentially if I knew we were going to be taking the train for sure to particular de- destinations, which included some of the internal ones, but not all of them. That's I like a lot of calculating. It is a lot of calculating. And, um, so I found out that if 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 it it roughly came to the like a little bit less than a 14 day pass but I was like I'm not calculating a lot of the internal day ones so if I if with all of those it's going to put us over the top right Yeah like so we'll be making month like we'll spend more we would have spent more if we just bought it individually than if we didn't 
do it. Yeah. But I didn't buy the seven day pass because I was like, well, we're going to be there 10 days on the ground. And one of the big cop, not one of the big costs, but one of the kind of contributing factors is the Narita to Tokyo train. Yeah. Which yeah. Roughly is like 40, 40 bucks. Yeah. 40, it, it, actually it, it was like 40. When I was doing my calculation, I didn't realize they had a deal forward and back. It was like 4,800 yen, which is roughly like 48 bucks or something per person. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the cost between the 14 day and the seven day was like a hundred dollars. So I was like, Oh, well we just need six between the three days where we're not covered. We just have to spend 60 bucks. And I know we're going to be traveling on some of those days. So yeah. um, That shouldn't be a big deal, but really what I should have done is I should have bought the seven day just paid for the return, the, the return and front to from return, whatever to from the yeah. to and started the, the seven day pass, like my third day in or whatever. And so that it covered 90% so of the trip. I think I, I didn't pay. I made money. If you were to aggregate all of the trips that I took on the rail. Yeah, pass. And plus it's just more convenient. But had I just done the seven day and activated it in Shinjuku, like the day we were heading to Kyoto or whatever, yeah, rather than using um, it for the airport one, you're saying. Rather than use it for starting it at the airport to have to go the entire trip, it would have. Been, I could have just still had most of the stuff covered. I probably would have only had like eighty dollars. I effectively I cost us. But like you would have had to buy 100. the tickets. It's more like less convenient. The convenience. Yeah, I, I'm just look. I'm just saying, like in the end, I probably cost us maybe 160 bucks if you were to take the difference between the. The two the two ticket prices like I think it was like ninety bucks or whatever between the two, something like that. Um, but in the end, if you were like I said, if you were to look at it the other way, which is the way I did it, we still saved money based off of the long term. But I would do it differently next time. So that's a little tip for those who are going to Japan or getting. I don't think that, that sounds like like it's going to sound dumb now. Like that's you still. Like, it's just better to get it anyways just for being covered. Because, like, figuring out the fares when you're there is, like, annoying. Well, I mean, another thing that's very confusing about Japan Rail is that there's so many... There's JR Rail... There's the JR Rail lines, which you're totally covered on, but then there's, like, the private lines but yeah. in also that are happening, which is also convoluted and not covered by the JR Pass. Oh, so there was a lot of time... Covered. Oh, yeah. Those ones aren't covered. So, like... It was like we were trying to, so whenever we were traveling, we were trying to optimize on the JR lines when we could. And I think there was only a few times where we weren't able to use the JR lines. And those were very specific places where no JR lines actually went to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's not convenience. It's not like, I, if, if there was a, a JR line that took 25 minutes and a subway that took 15 minutes or like, you know, 10 minutes or whatever difference, we would take the yeah. JR line because we're like, we've already paid for it. Why would we do anything else? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus paying the $4 fare or whatever that we would have to pay per person. But uh, so, so besides the rail pass, you're oh, in I'm Tokyo. Sorry. Oh my God, you're getting me off the rail pass. This is my biggest problem. All right, so first off, we went to uh, all the, we hit everything. We walked, we were at, I remember one time we were talking, you and I, and I was like, oh man, I hit 35 or whatever. I hit 30,000 steps, you know, for the first time. Yeah. Um, my, by the way, my Fitbit is officially dead. I haven't been wearing it. What? It totally died. Yeah, it, but it, it died. So I was actually wearing the wrist one in my pocket. It cracked in half. It was still what? counting, really? but it cracked in half. 
Too much walking. That's what that is. But I hit 30. <laughs> I was I was doing anywhere between 32 and I hit 38 for like almost every day of the trip. 32 to 38,000 steps, which I, I, calcul- I was doing the calculations. I was walking an average of like 15 miles a day on this yeah. trip. And I'm not like at the end of the day, I'm not joking. My body was so sore, like so sore. <laughs> I was like pounding Advil because I was just like, I, I would, I, I couldn't. did that for like a bunch of days in a row. In a row, in a row. I, I broke. So you know how they do like, I used to have a goal. Like I want to do 70,000 steps for the week or whatever. Yeah. I broke 70,000 steps like within a day and a half of that week <laughs> when I was there. I, I yeah. looked at my number for the week and I don't, I wish I had, I may have it. Let me see if I, I think it was something like 300,000 steps or something ridiculous like that for a seven day period or something like that. It was absolutely insane. I walked so much. Um, so thing, things that sort of didn't live up to, you know, the Harajuku, that street with all the shopping yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. It didn't like wow me. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah, that's not as big as it used to be. And then uh, on the second day, I had a massive allergic reaction where I... St- I, I that sucks. So I went and we had soba, which I've had soba before, but for whatever reason, like this place was like known for their soba and I had something called soba sashimi, which sounds really exotic, but really was uncooked wheat sliced thinly, like almost like a tartare, but with, you know, just like sliced pieces of dough, I guess yeah. is what you would call it. And I don't know, I ate it. I didn't, st- I didn't feel great. And I was, we were walking around. I was playing some crane games and we were walking all around Shinjuku. And then like about an hour and 15 minutes later, I was like, yeah, I really, I'm not feeling great. I was getting burning up and down my esophagus. Yeah, that's not cool. And so we get back to the, the hotel and our hotel was very nice. So if you have any recommend, if you want some recommendations about hotels, we stayed at some phenomenally nice hotels. So reach out that's awesome. at at uh, parlance at fresherandparlance.com. I'll give you some tips. Um, so anyway, they, uh, we, we get there and we get back to the hotel room and um, in the shower. And it's one of those, uh, by the way, Japan, their toilets, amazing. Amazing. Their, their toilet technology is far beyond, I think, anywhere else in the world. Their toilets are amazing. But I also love the bathrooms where you just shut the door and then you just, it, you just like go crazy because it, it's just like a bathroom room. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Love the bathroom room. So you're just like, you're just in there. And so I'm in the bathroom room and it's just what I mean by this is it's like a room with a tub and just, it's essentially a shower room with a tub that you close the door and you have a hand wash, like essentially a hand shower thing. And you just, you go to town. It doesn't matter because everything's draining off the floor. So you don't have to yeah. worry about like, you know, water going anywhere because the door. There's no toilet. It's just like a giant shower room that's like, like in case for just baths and showers. Yes, exactly. It's and amazing. A separate place. And so is the sink. Right. So I'm in that shower room and then all of a sudden I just start vomiting. What? Yeah. I'm in that. And luckily there's just a drain. It's made for that. So, yeah. um, so I'm just like barfing up all up in the, the shower and I'm like, oh, this is not good. And I could feel like my, vo- my breathing was getting a little constricted. Oh no, the breathing too. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm like barf, 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 barf. I shut off everything. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I come out and I'm like, oh, like, and you know, when you're bar, bar- and it wasn't bile. So this was not like food poisoning. It, like, it was like a totally different reaction than I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and I was like, everything's burning now, like doubly because it's like coming back up. My, everything's, and I'm getting hives all over my chest. 
and have it's weird that it would like catch on like an hour or two later like that so is that I like guess an hour or two it was about at this point it was about two hours like yeah at this point and apparently that's normal for like food allergies like huh. for like for like kind of new like ones that where you're eating it and it's not like one of those fast things it's just like that's a normal apparently i've read about it it's like a somewhat normal reaction so i was vomiting and i didn't want to take because i wasn't done vomiting i could still feel it yeah and i was like i gotta take an allergy med so i vomited some more took an allergy med i had an antihistamine with me luckily we were like researching should i go to the hospital like where could i yeah, go I to the and then i had my uh inhaler for asthma which is also a corticosteroid which is effectively sort of like a anti-inflammatory so i took that as well um and i just like gutted it out and i woke up the next morning and i was like kind of fine and i was just like okay well now i don't know so i have to so now happened. i'm worried i don't know what i'm allergic to I, yeah, so I have to go to a doctor now to see what I'm allergic to. Um, but I said crane games, and I don't know if you could see this because I, uh, Fresher, I brought back a winner right here. Do you see it? Ooh, crane game unboxing. Okay, so here, this is, I don't know if you could actually, if you could see that really well right, right there. It says, I, I just read about this because I didn't know what it was. But apparently yeah. there's a show called, um, it's a show called, I can't even read it because my uh, I'm like blind, I guess, but I can't even read it. But it's a it's a it's a show, some show, and this is a Love Live Petite Figurine Volume Two Kurosawa Dia. That's what this is. Okay, I don't know what that means. And this and see this little plastic ring on the top of it here. You see that? Yeah, yeah. That's is that, um, that's how you grab it, right? Yeah, and I wasn't even aiming for this. By the way, I'm pretty sure all of these are rigged, and, but I, I won two things. I won another little stuffed animal. They're rigged so like, you can win, though. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. I was in this mall in Tokyo, and I kept picking up this Pokemon character. I kept picking yeah. it up, and when it gets to the top, the little crane would open a little bit, and it would drop it, and it was really oh, annoying. Yeah. That is annoying. Okay, so that one was, that one was definitely rigged. So, um, so anyway, I picked this one up, and uh, I said, uh, I shouldn't say I said, my wife said, you need to unbox that on the Fresher and Parland show. Yeah, that's a great so, idea. So I don't know what this is. It's some some sort of mini figurine. Um, I did before the show, I did a little research just to see what it was. So I'm now unboxing. I took, this is the ring. I wasn't even aiming for this one. The claw kind of turns like this. It like twists. And it just kind of just like accidentally grabbed this one. And I was like, okay. And it just pulled it in. And I was thrilled because it only cost me, I think, like 100 yen, which is like roughly a dollar. Maybe it was 50, maybe it was two plays for a dollar. So I'm opening this up, puppy, now. Let's see. I saw some of these, like the first volume of these guys. I just, because yeah. I looked at eBay, they're going for over $100 for the set of six. So th these have some value, I guess. This is volume two, though. So I saw $89 for the full set of volume two. Yeah, we should play some more. This is exciting, though. What's it going to be like? Yeah, which guys oh, are going to be? They really. It looks like a Botan rice candy right there. You should just eat it. You just eat the plastic. Yeah, okay. it's rice paper. I mean, it's all right. This is what I imagine. <laughs> this is what I imagine it would normally look like without that stupid plastic on it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this. Well, I'm imagining it looks like that and seeing that it looks like that. Oh man, this is like all this is really done Open up. Open it from the top. Open the top. I can't. They have plastic on it. It's like totally like protected. Good. Good. I, I, I had mean, some scissors right here. Oh, those are some child scissors right there. 
<laughs> they don't allow they don't allow me real scissors. I don't know if you know that or not. Okay, so I think I think it's I might a, have done it. These look like left-hand scissors. You ever know they make those left-hand scissors with the green on it? I don't know if you had them. When I was growing up, oh, the left-hand scissors There's were... a specific like, thing to know it's left-hand? Yeah, the left-hand scissors had like little green rubber on it when I was a kid. And that's no, how that's a good scissors. idea. I never thought of the differentiation. But here's the problem. Why would they put the comfortable scissors for the lefties with the green rubber that was clearly better? But then the, the righties just got their shaft. They got like the plain old metal cover. So I always said, why can't we just, why can't the righties, there's more righties. Why can't we get the comfortable scissors? But no, the lefties got it. Okay. So here we go. I got this thing. I got it there. Okay. Here we go. I have it open. I don't know what's going to be in here. We'll see. Oh, okay. Here it is. I don't, this is so weird. What the heck? Okay. Uh, it's like a keychain, it looks like, or maybe like a charm. Ooh, a charm a chain. Girl. A little girl a little charm. Girl. Is it for like yeah. luring little girls? <laughs> oh, it's funny you mentioned That's... that. I'll I'll share something. All right, here it is. It's this is oh my gosh, it is kind of cute. Here's what it is. It's some little girl resting on like the wall. I like the ice. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Ex it's like um, black hair. Oh, there's. Oh, she's wearing panties. Apparently, I can't <laughs> believe they, a panty. That is weird. Why would they put? Why would they even do that? I mean, so it's it's kind of accurate, right? That's pretty cool. I guess that's a, that's a great win. That, anyway, so that that's the. Should I just should I just hang it like right here for the whole the whole show? Yeah, you're always getting tired if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what I won. I won that in the crane machine. Nice. What's Direct the deal with the, 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 the What's the, sushi the deal cat with whatever? What? Sushi cat or whatever? Sushi cat. I feel like there's a lot of like this like omelet cat. I feel like there's this place I saw a lot of this cat that looked like it looked like an egg. That it was everywhere. I don't know. Anyway. I feel like they have their characters that are popular and like everywhere, like it's just like they come and go, you know? I don't know an omelet cat, I don't think. It sounds really cool, weird. though. I'll tell you, you know what else? You know what else is weird? You know what they love there? You know what they love in what? Japan? Champion, the brand champion. Oh, you like the sports brand, right? The sportswear, you know what I mean? The one you buy at Kmart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is all the rage. Champion I is know. All I thought it was crazy in... Uh, in Harajuku, before they they had a Carhartt store that was like super trendy. I mean, also Carhartt's cool now, but like it used to, like when it was still just you buy it at Chubby and Tubby, and then they had a Carhartt store in like Harajuku that like the same Carhartt hat was like 150 bucks, and like I like the jacket. It was That's like crazy. ridiculous. I think you're breaking up. I don't know if it's me or if it's you. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. The I'm looking at the YouTube feed. Uh, if anyone wants to comment on it also, but we look okay on there. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good. Has anyone commented, by the way? Has anyone commented? No one has commented. I mean, there's lots of comments for people who are listening to this later. Like from so-and-so who says, hey, guys. No one commented. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, normally we have comments, so it's unusual. I know, I know. 
so uh anyway the uh, osaka was awesome kyoto was awesome i ate a lot of things with rice in it including those morning things with that look like triangles oh yeah the onigiri i like onigiri a lot oh man they're delicious totally delicious they are delicious and uh melon pan official favorite food for a long time it, it, it's up there for me I, this is why we do a show together. We both agree on many things. Yeah. That, those rice things are delicious. And there was like little shops I would find with this old lady making them. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like the handmade ones as much. I like the ones from the convenience store way better. Uh, I like them all. I like every single one of them. The, the, the thing is I, don't I don't like the ones like the, the classic picnic onigiri is like where they're balls, not triangles. And then they just have the piece of um, seaweed that's like around it just for your fingers. No, but then I don't the like... on it too, so it's like uh, not crispy. I like the seaweed when it's triangle and it covers the whole thing and it's crispy. I'm with you. I didn't the ball ones. I wasn't into. I only like the triangle ones. Um, I went to uh, what's it the Wajamaya today? Yeah, and I saw all of their little ones in the in the like kind of near the sushi there. Yeah, and they have the same wrapping where you like pull it and it yeah like... they, they do have the same one, but they're not as good. They're I like. Was... Not as fresh. That's what I, that was my guess. I, I felt like I, I went there, right? And I was like having a little bit of flashbacks to Japan. But yeah. I was like, oh, wait, this is definitely not Japan because it's not as clean. It's just not as clean. <laughs> the store is dirty and it's a little yeah. bit more Pan Asian. Um, but I had a lot of local grocery stores too. Like, not, I went outside of the tourist areas in a number of places just to kind of check it out and, yeah. you know, just go into the neighborhood grocery store. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, no, the grocery stores are, yeah, it's cool. Anyway, I went to Saki Brewery, ate a lot of mochi. I went to Yokohama Brewery. I did a ton of shopping, um, saw a lot of interesting temples and sites, um, did a lot of walking. Oh, did you, did you, you guys did go to Nara, right? We did go to Nara, and I fed some wild deer in Nara. I like that deer park. Did you see the uh, Daibutsu, the giant Buddha there? I did see the giant Buddha there. I think there. that one's pretty cool. That one's really big. Yeah, that one that was pretty awesome. Uh, I really like Nara as in in and of itself as a destination, like a day trip. Yeah, Nara is pretty cool. The wild deer thing, and so for those who don't know, in Nara, which is kind of like a what do you call it? It's kind of like a district outside of. No, it's a city, but it's outside of Osaka. It's like by Osaka and Kyoto. Yeah, it's like it's wet. It's east, uh, east of Osaka and south of Kyoto. I always wondered though, in that deer, because it's like not that big of a park. It's just like a little grass field with just like a bunch of deer in it, and then they have all these carts with the deer food that you buy off the guys. I don't know why the deer don't just attach attack those guys. I mean, they know that's where the food is, but they still just chill like in the park. It's true. Did you see the video of me bowing to with the deer? No, I didn't see that. It's on, it's on the, the Facebook. See, so the deer have been trained to bow for food. Really? Yeah. No, I, haven't, I didn't know that. I've never seen that. So yeah, so watch. There's a video of me doing it on, uh, on the Facebook where like, it's, I go like this and it, and it bows with me. What? That's crazy. Yeah, Wait, so it bows or just nods? Well, what's the difference? Bowing is like a deeper nod. Just watch it. Watch the video and you can, <laughs> you can make an assessment. That's a good response. Just yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I could have come imp- like with all these videos. I could have had me going across the street, me bowing with a deer. Um, the deer is pretty cool, though. The, they just roam. It's actually a much bigger park than you're making it out to sound. I thought it was pretty small. There's a lot of I deer. Like you can see both ends of it. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Then you didn't go all the way to the top. It's pretty big. Huh. Well, I was in the middle of the city where it's just like surrounded by stone. Yeah, so it's it keeps, like a, less it than a football going. field. Oh, no, 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 no. This was these there was that was way bigger. It's probably like 10 football fields. That's how big that park is. Oh, yeah, I didn't go to that park then. Yeah. And they're, they're just chilling. The deers are just chilling and they're pooping. Also, there's deer <laughs> shit everywhere. <laughs> um, but but yeah, they're wild and they just come right up to you. It's kind of bizarre. I don't know why they have the deer there. I'm not sure, but it's like a whole bunch That's of temples. Famous. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of old things like temples and touristy stuff to do. It's definitely a great way to spend the day. We've really it's enjoyed the it. Old capital. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, that's a lot of. I I feel like I talked a lot about it. Uh, I don't want to spend too much more time because you have a trip to report. I feel so. like it was half of your time was just talking about your rail pass strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I got so much crap for not buying the right one. So I just wanted to maybe like you did buy the right one. I that's I think it was a good choice. Like it's better it's rather than like trying to yeah. Anyways, you got the right one. Okay. <laughs> so, you got the right one. So how was the perfect. Ukraine? So yes, I went to Kiev to visit with my in-laws, and it was really fun. We went to a lot of temples, and uh, temples or I churches? To, huh? Oh yeah, churches. Whatever, a religious place. <laughs> I didn't know one thing because uh, they're all Eastern Orthodox. Like I've been through, um, uh, like Europe, kind of like in England, and been to a bunch of churches there and stuff. And like uh, these ones are similar, but um, they're way more ornate because they have like the gold tops, and like uh, inside they just it's like covered in like murals everywhere, and like the giant icon wall things that are all gold and stuff. But I didn't know with I guess Eastern Orthodox like girls have to wear when you're inside the church like they have the rules that like you have to wear the head scarf thing, like so you, girls can't go in without having a headscarf on. What and. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. So it's like totally similar to the whole like Muslim thing, except for that it's only inside the church. I did not know that was like a Christian thing anywhere. But that makes more sense because you see like the old ladies with the shawl things on or whatever. I don't know. You know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. And you also, we went down in like this catacomb thing where they, uh, it was like, they have all of the old saints like they lived in this underground village thing praying or something but uh they have all their bodies like there like parts of their bodies from like a thousand years ago or whatever because they keep like them in these, like like a crypt but it's not a crypt i mean it it's also where they lived but then now they're like immortalized in like these but they're glass cases and they keep them like they redress them and like you can't their faces aren't covered and it's not their whole body but they have like their real hand out like on their chest. I guess the hand is like a holy thing. So people can, it's like the relics of like the saints and stuff. So it's like their actual bodies and stuff. But like, you can see it like their hand out with like, yeah. they're all in like the same pose, but it's, anyways, that was crazy. Seems disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, religion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that was cool and um yes oh i went and saw we watched some movies at the theater uh what i went did and you saw, watch we watched um fast and furious 8 that's a good one since it's all in ukrainian and i don't know what they're saying but, but uh, the action was amazing by the way how did the yeah. movie hold up in ukrainian pretty good it was not bad 
how did did Vin Diesel have like a deep voice in it, or was it like yeah, bah, 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 oh, like really yeah. high? No, they, they did a pretty good job with it. Like, I mean, it's like the kind of thing where it's like just like four or five people doing the whole thing, like in animes or something. So it doesn't sound super different, but it's still pretty good. Oh, did you know Vin Vin Diesel? You know, because he's the voice of Groot. Did oh, you know, know that. that he he did all of the voice dubbing for every single translation for the original Guardians of the Galaxy? Wait, the voice dub? Oh, for all languages? Yeah, because he only had one line: "I am Groot." So he just oh, did yeah. it for he did it for every language. No way, that's pretty good. That's yeah, that's dedication. <laughs> but uh, then, what else did we do? Um, we yeah, movies, temple. I mean, churches, ballet, and uh, like so we yeah, we went around a bunch. We I mean, we looked. Oh, it was Easter. That's right. What if, they had a bunch of Easter ballet. Stuff. What about huh? the ballet? Oh yeah, and we went to the um. National Ukrainian Ballet. It was a uh, Sleeping Beauty. Like I never, I don't think I've seen. I thought that I had maybe here, but I've never been to like a full ballet. It was a uh, yeah, like three hours or something. But it was really cool. I really. That it was is a lot of ballet. Night. Huh? That's a lot of ballet. Three hours of ballet. Yeah, and it wasn't even like didn't even get boring or whatever. Like it was pretty good dancing, and we got pretty good well, seats. To be honest, though, you watch an entire movie in a language you don't really understand and still found to be entertaining. So three hours of ballet where there's no talking and they're just dancing, that must have been like the most amazing thing ever. Because it was just like... Um, so I, I remember I was talking to you and you were like, oh, because we were talking about work or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'll do it when I get back. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's not over. I have to go back in. Uh. Wait, for which thing? Sorry. We got comments now. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What are the comments? Uh, um, like from uh, Graham, looking good. He's here. All right. And then uh, we have a Jordan Hilson who is talking smack. What's he talking about? Uh, huh? What's, what's he smacking? Saying a bunch of mean stuff. I don't know. But yeah, are you... And then... um. Graham, are you in the fifth or sixth grade? I guess I wasn't paying attention, so I don't know which is that about. And a bunch of emojis. Hmm. Unicorns. From the same person? From from from, uh, Graham. from Graham. But uh yeah, anyways, the ballet though. Oh, maybe it was about the ballet. But that was cool. And then um, let's see what else. Um I guess that was it for for Ukraine, maybe. But uh, on the way back, though, to the States, we stopped in Brussels and like hung out there for a day. So that was cool. I saw the, the pissing guy. Mannequin piss. Yes, that was cool. Dressed up as when I was there, he was a Mexican. Oh, yeah. Ours was dressed up as a construction worker. Oh, what kind of construction worker? Just like just it a hard like, helmet? No, it was like, a, um, like the orange, like hat and then like you know a vest and then like the kind of like dirt color other stuff but interesting yeah and then we saw the capital of the eu like we did a bunch of bus tours and like um we ate waffles it was yeah it was pretty cool i was into it did you have any must from brussels we did not we were gonna we watched some like videos while we were in the hotel about like what stuff to do there. And they had like the cheapest one to go to and we found it, but I'm not really that into muscles. So I decided not to do it. 
<laughs> I was in Brussels. We de- um, my wife really enjoyed her mussels from Brussels. That's cool. Also, um, mussels from Brussels is Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, nickname. Really? Why? Yeah, he was from Brussels, and he was oh, really muscular. Yeah, oh, yeah he, they did tell you that. I saw that. Graham also says uh, he's providing emoji commentary for our stories. There's crying in a bus, or I guess they're tears, probably. Those are some pretty good emojis. Churches, a movie, snakes. But uh, so yeah, when I, I was, I was in, when I was just to like to throw into the movie that's in Japan, yeah, um, Fast and the Furious is not called Fast and the Furious. What was it it's called? called? Hold on, it's, let me just skip the name of it. Fast and Furious Japan. It's called something else completely. It's called uh, what is it called? Uh, Speed. And I think Fast and Furious 8 was called Wild Speed Icebreak. <laughs> that is of- like way different. And it doesn't work because it's like FF8 is their sh- like shorthand. You can't have it I be know. like it- WS. No, it, they're all called Wild Speed. Yeah. Like the second one was called like Wild Speed X2. It's just so weird. Yeah, the Japanese movie title changes are pretty crazy. Like when you go to the movie rental place. Oh, ooh, that is a good segue. <laughs> Fresher, speaking of movie um, rental places. Yes. Um, did you know blockbusters are still um, open and alive in Alaska? What? I was wondering, do they still rent VHSs though? I'm not sure if they are VHSs, but here, let me, let me just, is the story. I thought I put it in here. Oh, here, here it is. Let me just, let me read you the, the quick thing. It says here, the last frontier for Blockbuster is Alaska. I think that's funny. The last frontier. It is a um, frontier land. Um, according to this, it says, that not only does it still exist, it's thriving, which I don't buy. I don't buy that. Um, Kevin, uh, uh, manager Kevin Demude of a Blockbuster in Anchorage, Alaska, decided to keep his store open other shuttered. Demut has worked at Blockbuster for 26 years. Not only is one still on the once Giants payroll, not only one still on the once Giants payroll, they also have one in Wasilla, Alaska. And Fresher, do you know what Wasilla, Alaska is famous for? Uh, beavers. No, cl- close. It's it's the hometown of Sarah Palin. Oh, really? Yeah, that is like a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> it says here. Um, the last few blockbusters make sure to stock their shelves with current titles. So I'm assuming if it's current titles, it's not VHS. I and wonder, is that like, is it a holdover from like a franchise thing or is it actually blockbuster corporation? Cause I thought they went bankrupt. They did go bankrupt. So they must've just like, maybe they I've, just like got like rights to the name or something. I guess it's They're like, we want to stay open. Can like we use your name? <laughs> It's funny because I know in my in my time driving around, um, yeah, like every like every once in a while, I see a like a sign for Blockbuster like on the marquee that's just been there for forever that they never took down. Yeah, but I get excited because I see the Blockbuster sign. I'm like, oh, like is it still around? And I look <laughs> in there, and it's just like an empty spot where it used yeah, to be. Yeah, like they couldn't even like afford to like do anything with it. Yeah, like the, the shelves mo- are still. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, and they just like sp- they just spray painted the whole sign black instead of like they had that a- South Park where uh, I think Stan's dad bought like a video rental place and he was all super pumped, but it was like totally when it was like they were failing. <laughs> you know, it's funny here. I was reading they also in this article they have some confessions of Blockbuster employees. And it says here, I didn't know this, but apparently you were allowed to put notes on accounts in the in the store on the computer. And it and the, they said a lot of people would get the accounts if they were like an asshole or crazy or like I gave I forgave them their late fee, don't do it again, blah, 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 blah. You know, stuff like that. Apparently there was a whole bunch of notes on you in the in the the terminal when you went in to take out stuff. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I did hear that. I think I dropped out, but like I'm not sure. Did it seem like I now I have double things? Oh, that is weird. I don't know. Ooh, there's two of you. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. As long as people can still hear you. I can't believe we have a heckler, jerk. (laughs) It's cool. Heckling's cool. I think your voice went off too. Wait, can you not hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. So anyway, um, can I get rid of it? Yeah. I mean, like just erase it or whatever. I don't want to because what if I get rid of you? I don't know. Maybe it's cool. All right, I'll try it. Sweet. I think it worked. Yeah, yeah. I'm still there. Okay, cool. So uh, what else you got going on? Hum, hum, hum. Uh, let's see. Let's check the thing. Oh, well, uh, oh jet lag. I got, I'm jet lagged. I usually don't get jet lagged, but maybe it's because it's like, the other direction usually i would go to japan or something and i i pride myself on non-jet laggedness but i was pretty jet lagged this week well, i like that is i'll never forget the day you told me and i was aghast where i was like oh man i'm so jet lagged and you looked at me very straight face and you said hmm, i never get jet lagged i don't yeah, get it at all yeah. now you got it you i deserve- know i usually don't though i mean like i yeah i'm usually totally fine like the next day and like it's not even just like being tired. It's like a different tired, you know? Ha. <laughs> ha. What's, what's the tired? What are you feeling? What? What's the, what's the difference? I mean, does it just feel like you're tired being jet lagged? Yeah, you like randomly in the middle of the day, you'll be like, woo, I am tired. Yeah, you but know? it's like more than tired. It's like exhaustion. It's like yeah, like half dreaming type tired, but like, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean, that's jet lag. And then on I top, know, that's what I mean. so it's that's why I can tell that it's different because it's not just like being tired; it's like a different kind of tired. It's like you're in some dreamy haze that is your reality. Also, when I get jet lagged, I also wake up at like five a.m. and I can't fall back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been waking up like at six or something. But so. you know, fresher, you know, it could be a good cure for uh, jet lag. What is it? Go into a fitness class. Really? How is that just getting more tired or something? Well, no, it says here, Glasgow gym set to introduce fitness class consisting of nothing but sleeping for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole workout is just sleeping? Apparently, that's the whole workout. That's a uh, moneymaker right there. <laughs> <laughs> I I really hate this stupid website that is, I can't even read the freaking story because it it has like autoplay video and it's causing me to slow down. <laughs> that they need to have that thing where the autoplay video has a timer if you want to autoplay it or not. Uh 
Oh my God. No, I can't even do it. I can't even read it, dude. I'm going to punch the screen. <laughs> Graham says, uh, Fresher doesn't even really need to sleep. That's why he doesn't get jet lagged, which is also true. It's also called Napper Size, just FYI. Ooh, Napper Size. That's a, like a, that's a good band name. When I was a kid, we had a thing called Mouser Size. Do you remember that? No, what's that? Jazzer Size, like, I know that. Jazzer Size is like, a, that was some other thing. Mouser Size was probably based off of Jazzer Size, except it was the cast of the Mickey Mouse Club, like Mickey and Donald. What? And then they were, no. What? I didn't see it. Oh. Just no, okay? Just no. <laughs> Um, it's essentially the sessions have been devised in response to the stress-inducing nature of modern life. Primarily a well-being class aimed at exhausting parents, at exhausted parents. The benefits include regenerating the mind, body, and even burning the odd calorie. It arrives in a wake of research revealing the, quote, tiredness epidemic across the UK, with 86% of parents admitting to suffer from fatigue and 26% regularly getting less than five hours of sleep. Participants swap spin bikes for single beds and upbeat workout tunes are ditched in favor of atmospheric sounds to create the perfect environment for the soporific sessions to take place. The studio. What is that? Soporific. I don't know. I never heard that. S O P O R I F I C. The studio temperature is also to also be dropped to the level that promotes calorie burning during sleep. Oh, there you go. There's a reason to have a colder. You burn more calories when it's cold. Oh, I know. That's yeah. And like, it also keeps you more healthy because your body has a work partner. Your body doesn't get just too comfortable. That's also why you should take cold showers, which I did for a while. My body, my body can't take a cold shower. I mean, well, what I was doing for a while, because I also read a similar thing, um, is after you take your shower, like right before you get out, you turn it to cold and then like you just do like a, I, I would do a quick spin. And then like also uh, <laughs> like, a, you know, like just like to get your whole body covered, like kind of it's like the shock thing, like the being in a hot, a hot tub and then have it going in the cold pool. But then especially your face, because your body has like a different reaction when you get cold water on your face. That's why some people who have it like they're more sensitive to that action have trouble putting their face underwater. It's like a, it changes your physiology and like you can hold your breath longer and stuff like that when you get your face wet. Interesting. I don't like cold water at all. Um, <laughs> but I'm now thinking of a cold water, fresher glaze. That's the, that's, I was just thinking of you as a donut and you were being glazed by I'm, cold water. Yeah, fresher glaze. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I read that whole thing. It also promotes like better like uh, sperm production, I guess, if you're into that. Whoa. Sort of thing. Yeah. Whoa. I know if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, um, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you know what else likes cold water pressure? Fish. Um, no, these $425 pre-dirty jeans that Nordstrom is selling. You wash them in cold water? That's what it says. Wash them in cold water. Says here, have you ever is wished it, more? Is it, uh, artisan dirt, though, because I only get my dirty jeans with artisan dirt. It needs That's to true. be imported. It says, have you ever wished more people thought you worked in the dirt? Maybe you wish more people perceived you as a pig farmer. Well, guess what? Nordstrom's has the, the solution. Wait, for what you. are the? Um, where's that ad? That's not the ad, is it? No, this is an article about the. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if that was the ad. That would be more ridiculous. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
So anyway, yeah, they're apparently they're pre-dirtied jeans and they're labeled Barracuda straight leg jeans. Ooh, Barracuda. This is what they're this is how they are described in the marketing speak. Americana workwear that's seen some hard work in action with the crackled, caked on muddy coating that shows you're not afraid to get down and dirty. But actually you are because you bought dirty jeans. That's <laughs> Um, so apparently they could only be washed on cold and it's a uh, line drying only. Interesting. That was a, that by the way, just FYI, that was a brilliant switching of topics, cold water showers to cold water. I mean, does it get any better than that? I don't that think was so. That's pretty good. That's the quality that we bring you on this show. I mean, honestly, we've had amazing, amazing transitions today. Uh, so frankly, the fact that you haven't already like started watching other episodes simultaneously while you're watching this episode right now is beyond I'm me. I'm watching the stats, and I um, mean, you know, our viewer viewage is way up right this moment just from our transition uh, glory that's going on here. <laughs> uh, so the uh, this week, I, I I saw this article about um, this company that like they use it's. It, you, I forget the name of it, but you use them to essentially unsubscribe. Oh, from yeah, junk yeah. Mail. And then like they were totally selling people's data. Yeah. So I was like, and the guy was like totally upset, not about the fact that he was selling the data, but the fact that people found out that they were selling his data. Like he yeah. was all upset about it. But then it was like, you know what? I've been trying to deal with unsubscribing my, for my, I've been thinking about unsubscribing for all the junk mail that goes to my main email. So yeah. this, so I set aside about 35 minutes today to kind of, or not today, this week, to go through and try to unsubscribe from emails. Do you know how hard they make it to unsubscribe from emails? Yeah. And I'm always worried just like when you press the button, it's like, ooh, this person interacts. And then you're actually subscribed to more. It's so funny because I've, ac- like, I've accidentally, because they word it so weird, that I've accidentally just resubscribed when I'm trying to unsubscribe because they do a double negative on you. It's like you subscribe to like 10 more newsletters. Yeah, it's like you don't, you definitely, um, you are, are you sure you want to remain a subscriber? And it's like, yes <laughs> or no. Yeah. And, and, after, and then like, there's this other one, this next door, eight, um, next door, that website, it's like a local website thing. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I have that. Okay. I don't know. At some point, I must have just like clicked it or set up something. Yeah. And but I, I you and the thing is like all of a sudden like about two weeks ago out of nowhere I just started getting emails. I mean, I, I turned all of the main emails off for that for just my immediate area. The one that annoys me is the Facebook emails, and I feel like that it's getting more. Same thing with Twitter. Like I've unsubscribed from all Twitter and Facebook emails so many times, but then they change like how it works. And it's annoying because Twitter, it doesn't just send you like emails of like when you got something. It sends you emails of like, look at what your friends are doing. And same oh. thing with like Facebook started doing that too, where it's like, it's not just that I was in a post. It's like, look at these new posts that your friend put up. See, I don't get, I don't get those emails at all, but I get a shit ton of notifications from Twitter. And by the way, just FYI, I'm my Twitter is still on blocked. Like it's still like I haven't set it up again. Like I haven't touched it because after it got hacked, I was like, "Screw you, Twitter!" Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm just like I'm not even. I haven't even gone back in, but I still get things. It's like um, Leonard, fan of the show. Like he tweets like 
or retweet someone and I get like a freaking notification. Can you believe that, you know, Leonard F. Chikarison, uh just forwarded this link from George yeah. Mucus or whoever the- That's what I'm talking about. It's not related to like anything that you did, but it's just like your friend's activity. Yeah. I've- it's not even that your friend like posted or something. It's like that they like did some action on someone else. Exactly. I get that as a notification on my on my Twitter app. I one day when I I get that thing back up and running again, I'll be sure to get those notifications shut off. Yeah, but then they come back as a thing because they'll change like the something terms of service about or something. How it does it, and then they auto opt you into it. That's annoying. That's annoying. Completely Absolutely. annoying. I was looking at um, so you know Facebook or whatever. Like, there's a oh few- that one, yeah. So, you know, I don't get that email, but I, the thing is, I notice now. Um, not on my account because I've like fucking muted everybody. It's just like a very fine amount of people that I actually get. Um, yeah. but, like my, my wife, her feed is pretty much filled with people liking something. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or like the, his, yeah, it's, it's not an annoying. email. It's just a feed of just things that people have shared or liked or commented even worse commented on. Yeah. Like people you don't even know. That's another weird thing. Like, you know, you know, a random person. Why? with some fringe person you know shared or commented on that post. I don't need to see that. They need to work on their algorithms. I mean, they just want to, probably people are paying to get in your feed. That's what it is. It's possible. We should pay to get into somebody's feed. I know. Yeah. We need some paid feeds. Um, did you see uh, Ghost in the Shell? I did not. I thought, I was really excited about it. Remember when we went over most uh, uh, exciting movies coming out this year? Yeah. And like I said that that was my number eight or, or eight or nine. I've rated it, even though you were rating it lower. Like yeah. I was really excited for it. But um, after the most recent, I mean, it's out now, but when like the actual um, previews came out, like this, they totally ruined the story. It's like stupid and I don't want to watch it. So I'm not going to watch it, even though the visuals do look cool and the reviews say that they were cool. Like, I just really don't. Maybe I did talk about it before, but I just really like am anti how they ruin the story because I like the story better. Um, but are you you are excited about seeing Guardian of the Galaxy, though, right? Yes, that still seems cool. I mean, I'm little it it still looks really good, but somehow I'm less excited about it. I think it's because it's not going to be as good as the first one. For yeah. Sure. And also, like that, yeah. ba- why, like why couldn't they have made baby? Why why do we have to have a, ba- a whole movie of Baby Groot? I know, right? Should go faster. Seriously, people really like Baby Groot, though. Just throw some fucking uh, what's that? That green stick that ever- Miracle Grow. Just throw some Miracle Grow on there. Yeah, yeah. Seems to me so, also like why you know they took the little twig at the end and he shoved it in the dirt and then it grew up. Wouldn't that mean all of the other little twigs? That came, would they all become Groots? So is there like... Yeah, oh. yeah it, that was inconsistent for sure. Or mm. just that he was able to protect him from that crazy fall just by like growing. I mean, that means he's way more powerful than he actually is. Like if he could have done that, he could have protected him like way earlier. Every, like anything. He could have done that all the time. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't even need a spaceship. That's like, that's like, a, it's like in a Dragon, Dragon Ball Z or whatever when like, why didn't they just turn into that like super mega thing at the beginning and like just end it <laughs> instead of like going for like 10 like series where they just keep getting stronger. And it's like his power levels are off the charts. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I never watched Dragon Ball Z, but I know exactly what you're talking about. 
Uh, speaking of Dragon Ball Z, I saw a lot of that stuff. I went to um, Akihabara, the uh, which I didn't talk about when we were going over. That place is amazing for gaming and manga and anime they and got, all that. It's like the most famous place ever for that stuff. It's ridiculous. It's like it, if my if my my sixteen year old self would have been like, I don't know what my sixteen year old self would have been like. It would have been. I don't think I would have left there. <laughs> you would have just been like, this is home now. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of home i think we're gonna have to head home because it's about the end time of the end of the show so uh i don't know if you know this fresher but we are part of a podcast network did you know that what i it's hard to believe it's i know it's hard believe. to believe but it is true we are part of the soon to be named network uh which is a group of shows about like-minded individuals with like-minded individuals which ranging uh of match three games podcasts about match three games comic books star trek atheism you name it it's on the network you go to soon to be named network.com and check out all of the amazing shows such as long box heroes very popular show about comic books check it out um also you can reach out to us at the on twitter at fresh and par or you could type in uh well if you're watching us on youtube right now you could certainly comment we will respond unless you're a troll like that jerk <laughs> who said some mean things also, i subscribe guess subscribe and like us on everything everywhere that's true that's Every- true <laughs> we uh we appreciate emails so you could do it at the the show at fresher and parlance or you could reach out to us again at fresh and par on twitter or through Right, Facebook or whatever. Just type in Fresh and Parlance and you'll find a way to get in touch with us. Yeah. Anyway, I think that about does it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, sign up? I think that is about it. Okay. It's great great to to be back talking to everyone. It is great to be back sharing some stories. Had a lot of viewers for this whole show. So thanks for staying through uh, an hour and two minutes of yammering from us. So, uh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. So, uh, sayonara, muchachos. Later, taters.